Here. All right, here we go. Let me retweet that from Keith McPherson account. Posted the link on the Talking Nets account. Big fan, Breezy. What up? You're big fan, Breezy. When we get you on the pod, we got to figure that out, my boy. We got to figure out when you're coming through. Okay, here we go. Um, My boy, Double A who produced Talking Nets last season, pulled up for me last minute. Didn't book any guests, but uh, ran into him in the WFAN studios. And he said, what's up with Talking Nets? I said, I could use a hand, brother. I'm running around right now because it's Halloween, my first Halloween as a parent. And uh, yeah, I got to take the uh, baby boy out for uh, you know a little parade. Not really trick-or-treating, but... Uh, he's got a little costume, so I got to do that right after this. So what am I waiting on, yo? Um, I should probably hit the intro. Wait, wait, wait. We're doing that Brooklyn, Nets, Brooklyn talk. Nets talk right here on Talking Nets. Brooklyn, we go hard. We go, go hard. Talking Nets. Hosted by Keith McPherson. Oh, yes, sir. Welcome back to Talking Nets, episode 211, coming to you live from Jersey City, joined by my guy, Alex, a.k.a. Double A, who produced Talking Nets last year. Now I'm letting him sit in the host seat. Alex, what's up, bro? How you doing? It's good to be back this time as a guest. Uh Really happy to be here. Uh, different vibe with the team this year, and uh, finally got the first win. Three good performances, but only one win to come come away come away with. So, uh, yeah, interesting start to the season so far. Yeah, so something we're gonna start doing right away off the rip. I think we got some people in the chat, so we gotta do a vibe check. Obviously, the Nets are one and two. And I want to know how you guys feel. Vibe check, vibe check. In the chat, hit the chat. Tell me how you feel about the team, about the coach, about the rotations, the players, about the teams we've faced, about what's to come, about your boy James Harden. Oh, James Harden's not on the team. What am I talking about? But, yeah, let's get a vibe check. Let's get a vibe check. Let's see who's in there. S.Raya15 said, Nets reloaded. Love the quality depth this team has. My boy Joel say, yo, Joel, stay tuned because the uh, voicemails are coming up. Uh, reminder, if you want to put a voicemail in, you can still do that at 929-500-1003. But yeah, still uh, opening up with a vibe check. We're going to start every pod with a vibe check. Now, the vibes in Nets world, if you're on Nets Twitter, the first two games was misery, was hell. I was sick about both of those games. I went to the first game. We'll talk about it. Uh, Friday night, I was off uh, from the radio, so I actually got to go home and, and watch the game. And it was stupid as hell to watch Luca shoot that shot off the backboard and win that game. But the vibe check on Nets Twitter and Nets Spaces was trash. It was terrible. Alex, how did you feel uh, watching those first two games? And I'll say, like, the last win that we got was, like, Okay, good. They they got to win. You can't lose to the Hornets. Yeah, I mean, 
the the biggest difference between the Nets and the Cavs and the Mavs was that they just had superstar power. You know, we we have up and coming players. We got Mikael Bridges. We have Cam Thomas. You know, Ben Simmons is still not like the score that he used to be. But uh, yeah, I mean, I agree with Dren. Like, if if Donovan Mitchell gets called for an offensive foul, which I think he should have been, uh, and Dantas just heaves a one handed shot off the glass. And also, like one thing that we didn't, uh, we people are not mentioning, Luca ended with zero turnovers. That we should have done a better job. Where he averages definitely like three, four, maybe like last game, I think he got six. Um, and right now the Mavs are undefeated, so there's nothing to complain about with Luca because he's just on a different level. But uh, it was a good win last night. Uh, we had some good minutes from, like obviously Cam Thomas, he's the man of the hour right now, but. Uh, we got some good minutes from Mikhail. I think he had probably one of his better offensive games. Uh, DFS had a really good, nice game as a small ball five. And one guy that I think should stay in the rotation, even when everyone comes back healthy, is Lonnie Walker. I think he's been so, so good off the bench, getting limited minutes, but still getting double-digit points. Um, yeah, the depth is underrated, and I think um, I think this team can can be a fun team to watch. Yeah, I'll say this about the vibe around the team and um, you know, just where we are right now. Uh, I was at opening night. The fans are excited. It was a sellout crowd. The place was packed, and it was a letdown. I had to leave the game at 4.49 to get you know the train back to the station and host after the Brooklyn Nets postgame show with Capper and Carino, and I'm listening in and out to the game. I'm thinking we got it until uh, about you know 1.30 left in that game. And we'll start there, and we won't spend a lot of time on this. But that was a heartbreaker. That was – I blame Jacques Vaughn. I don't care what anybody says. Cam Thomas was cooking. Cam Thomas broke the record for most points off the bench with 36. This kid is in his third year. He's not a kid anymore. They got to stop the nonsense with him. They got to let him be himself. And he is finding himself now – in the offense but what i'll say coming up from the subway from uh atlantic ave to houston street when i came up i'll never forget listening to that last sequence as they blew that game cam johnson trying to take a charge i, I don't know what the hell they were thinking bros it was bad uh it's a tough way to lose but like that absolutely can't happen and i do blame Jacques vaughn for his rotations he wasn't able to call a timeout. He wasn't able to get Cam back into the game. And let me see if I can pull up this sequence right now to show you guys, like, bro, the last <laughs> – it was the last minute and 24 seconds. Are you kidding me? Like, you blow a game like that in front of your home crowd? Let's see if I can put this up over the screen real quick and just show you the sequence of – all right. <laughs> Mikhail Bridges makes free throws – Two of two at 124. Donovan Mitchell makes a 21 foot, foot a 21 foot pull up jump shot, and Max Struess makes a free throw. One of two. Max Struess makes a free throw. Two of two. Donovan Mitchell makes a three foot dunk. Mikael Bridges free throw. One of two. Mikael Bridges free throw. Two of two. At that point, it is 113, 111. <sighs> Cavaliers full timeout. Karis Levert enters the game. Donovan Mitchell makes a 27 
foot three pointer to make it 114, 113. And that's all she wrote. Nets full timeout. And then Cam Thomas enters the game for Nick Claxton. And at the end of the game, I don't know how you don't have a better play drawn up. You're down one point, and we end up Cam Thomas misses a 27 foot three point pull up shot. And that's the game. And that's it. So we'll move on from that one. It was a disappointing loss. Uh, anybody in the chat? Let's see what they're talking about in the chat. Um, Cam Thomas most improved. Yeah, this guy is trying to be an MVP, not MVP. He's trying to be an all-star and trying to be the MVP of the team, but they're going to hold him back. No, maybe they're not because they're realizing it's his time. Let's see. This is a long one. Hey, sorry for bothering you. I want to offer promotion of your channel. Wait, hey, wait, yeah, oh, wait, yo, we're not doing all that. Not tonight, not tonight. Um, and happy Halloween to everybody out there. Shout out to Bishop. Coaching is what will hold this team back the most. Team is actually kind of deep and could surprise some people. Yeah. Um, another thing I'll add from that first game was why was why was Lonnie Walker not in the game at all? Why was Lonnie Walker a DMP coach's decision? He was out of the rotation completely. You had to lose Nick Claxton. You had to lose Cam Johnson. You had to lose Spencer Dinwiddie to actually figure that out. Uh, the last thing I'll say on it, too, because that game still stuck with me. Jacques Vaughn in the post game said he doesn't plan on playing any of his players over 30 minutes. All right. Keep keep that thought in your mind. Keep that thought in your in your mind. Dren says, uh, Coach JV kills me. Keep the thought in your mind. Spence got to get traded. Rihala, what up? What up? What up, Rihala? Um, I got the voicemails. I think we I think we got two or three voicemails. We'll get there at the end. We're just talking about the Cavs game. So we can get that out of the way. Yeah, we got three voicemails. We're going to talk about the Cavs game and move right along here. Uh, but, yeah, remember that Jacques Vaughn said he didn't plan on playing guys um, over 30 minutes. Not too many guys. But in that first game, Mikael Bridges played 35 minutes. He had 20 points. He had a little bit of a slow start. I don't really appreciate some of the Nets fans turning on Brooklyn Bridges so fast. Like, chill. You know who this guy is. And it's okay if he's not. KD. It's okay if he's not a 1A. He can be a 1B. He can be a little bit of a, a sidekick. Cam Thomas is going to be the leading scorer if you can't already tell. So let's move on from uh, the disappointment on opening night um, to Thursday. Alex, you got anything to add to the Cavs loss? Nets lose the first game 114-113 in dramatic fashion. Yeah, I mean... I. <sighs> Yeah, JV, I mean, like, he he made wrong decision by putting Cam Thomas way too late in the fourth quarter. But at the same time, we'll get into it with the Hornets win, but there, there are some pros, there are some cons, but uh, I just wanted, I just really wanted to see more. He he focuses way too much on not, not allowing the other team to score in clutch time, whereas he's just putting in too many defensive heavy players, which just stops us from ever scoring. So... He needs to find a balance there. I understand that that's, you know, I talked about this in episode one. They're trying to find their identity. I understand that that's what they want to be, a defensive team. You know, Ben Simmons was disappointing the first night, but I think he's come along. Um, his defense is going to be there. They have defensive players. Mikael Bridges, Dorian Finney-Smith, Royce O'Neal, Nick Clax. These are, these are defensive-minded guys. But at the same time, you have a Cam Thomas. Cam Thomas ain't looking to pass. And he really ain't, ain't a defender much, but he's going to get buckets. He's a walking bucket. Don't fight it. Put him in the game. You need a closer. And that young man has closer DNA in year three. So 
All right. Um, shout out to other people pulling up in the chat as well. Kevin Joseph, you're what up? What up? What up? Uh, Joel says bridges will be fine. People need to stop. You know what it is, man. When you don't have basketball, when you don't have the nets to complain about in your life, and you get a three game sample size, really a one, two game sample size, people got every hot take there is. People got everything to say off of one or two games, and that's all right. That's all right. That's that's perfectly fine. I get it. Uh, reminder to subscribe and like while you guys are here. Appreciate you guys pulling up to the chat. Talking Nets episode 211. Keith McPherson, my boy Double A, who produced for us all last year. Just taking some time to talk about your Brooklyn Nets. All right, now let's go on to Friday night, the Mavericks game. It is what it is, bros. You get a godlike per- performance out of Luka Doncic, and it's just going to happen. You know, on his home floor, in front of his crowd, um, the dumb shit Kyrie had to say. I'm not giving any time on air. I've given Kyrie way too much time on this podcast, way too much time on WFAN. He is not in New York anymore. He is not with us. Let's move on. So here's the box score. The Nets end up losing this one, 125 to 120. But damn, they had the lead. They had the lead a bunch of times. They had the game in control. Like the largest lead that they had was seven. And they had it a couple different times. And when I went and looked at the box score, I'll also go grab the team stats for y'all. Um, it sucks because this is another game that they should have won. But when you have an all-star, an MVP candidate, who every year they talk about as a potential MVP winner in Luka, he can take over a game, and he did late. All right, but looking at the box score for your Brooklyn Nets, Lonnie Walker, good to see you. Lonnie Walker gets in the game. Uh, Cam Thomas has another 30 burger. This guy's going to average 30. He plays 33 minutes and he has 30. Oh, remember I just was talking about how the night before Jacques Vaughn said nobody was going to play over 30 minutes? Well, injuries happen. And now you got to play guys 30 minutes. You played Dinwiddie 40 minutes against his former team. You played Bridges 35 minutes. You played Cam Thomas 33, Ben Simmons 32, Dorian Finney-Smith 32, Royce O'Neal off the bench, 34. So what are you talking about, bro? Like, why even say that and then have to contradict yourself in the very next game? Anyway, uh, back to the box score. All in all, when you look at this, Dinwiddie had 23. Bridges had 18. Ben Simmons had 10 points. Was getting close to a triple-double with 10 rebounds, 8 assists. Starting to find it a little bit more. Starting to figure it out a little bit more. Uh, when I'm looking at the three-point shooting, Bridges, uh, not Bridges, well, Bridges had uh, three threes, but Dorian Finney-Smith was four for seven, and he had some big ones late. Spencer got a chill. He was 50% shooting six of 12 from deep. Cam Thomas knocked down one of three. Royce O'Neal also had a big-time uh, sh- three-point shot late in the game. He was three of seven. Lonnie Walker, four of six. Let that man rock. Let that man play. Uh, what else from this game? When you're looking at assists, it's Ben Simmons and it's Dinwiddie. And uh, with Dinwiddie sitting down, it's you know we're relying on Ben Simmons now. And the Nets can rebound the ball. I don't know. Something has changed. The Nets are rebounding the ball. Let's go to the team stats real quick and uh, look at the difference a year makes. Your Brooklyn Nets can actually out-rebound teams. What? That never happens. That's been an issue for years that Sean Marks just refuses to address. So... When I'm looking at this and I'm looking at the team stats, 
Let's go to um, – why am I not finding rebounds? Oh, rebounds. 47 rebounds to the 40 rebounds that the Mavericks had. And uh, is this a new feature here? Let's see. Um, solo layout? No. No, I don't need that. Let's go exit there. Um, but, yeah, they are actually rebounding. And that's positive. And when you look at this this box score with the team stats, uh, they shot a little better than them. They hit more threes than them. They shot the three-point better than them. They hit their free throws. What a difference the game you know, before makes. Um, 90% from free throws. Assist, moving the ball around. Blocks, more blocks. The turnovers, chill. Y'all got to chill. Almost doubled the amount of turnovers. Alex was talking about that in the beginning. Luca had no turnovers. We got to steal the ball. We got to take the ball. Dennis Smith Jr., quick hands. The rest of y'all get in there and get the ball. Points in the paint. They ended up losing that one. Fouls, 28 fouls. Largest lead, seven. All right, we're out of there. So uh, let me remove this and uh, see what Alex has to say about the Mavericks game, and I'll hit the chat while you do that. Yeah, I mean, we were just I, – I just thought that we were the better team. It was just the superstar magic that Luka had that beat us. And there's no shame in that because, I mean, you could not play better defense in that last position where he just threw it off that, like, one-handed three-pointer that he had. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you just – Prayer you, answer. You just, have to hold, you just have to hold your hands up and say, like, he is the best player on the court. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, absolutely agreed. But, you know, uh, can we – like, in my mind, like, when Dorian Finney-Smith came from the Mavericks, I, I, I loved him when he was on the Mavericks, and I was really happy when he came here. But he just didn't have a shot really last year. We're starting to see a little bit more of the Dallas Maverick Dorian Finney-Smith the past three games. And I was just thinking to myself, why don't we play all our home games in Dallas so that he could shoot like he's still in Dallas all the time? I mean, like, that's how he, he was just lighting it up there from the corner, from the wing, uh, top of the key. So, uh, and again, Lonnie Walker, great offense. There, there's one guy that I just that I just don't feel comfortable with in the, in the rotation, and that's uh, Dayron Sharp. I just don't feel like he's, he's the best backup five. I feel like Dorian Finney-Smith as a backup five is good. Even Ben Simmons as a small ball five is, is it good enough to, uh, to run the point center or something like well, that? Well, he played three minutes. It's obvious. Dayron yeah. in year three versus Cam in year three. I don't know, bros. I don't know, bros. Remember, I, I always used to talk about what Roy, what Roy Williams from UNC said about him. He, ex- he said he expects this guy to be an NBA Hall of Famer. Oh my God. Uh, I, you know, I, I, I'll wait on it. I'll wait on it. But yeah, shout out to everybody in the chat. Uh, Peter Bishop says it's the drop coverage. It stops our bigs having to play okay or play on. I think he meant to say play on the perimeter in the switches. Yeah. Yeah. They're figuring it out, bro. Um, I feel like they did they 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 did that in the Cavs game and then they made some adjustments. Yeah, I see you, you edited on. Uh let's see. Nets fan, you know, at the end of last year, we couldn't shoot but played great defense. Now it's been the opposite the first three games. Very odd. Different team. Different complexion of the team. And if you guys watch the bridge, uh, they talked about how they all got thrown together after the trade deadline and how they didn't really go to war with each other or know each other and how much they were looking forward to training camp. 
to kind of gel and build and build chemistry and find out who each other are. And I think they've done that now. We only lost because of Luca's fancy three point. Yeah, it was a prayer. You know, at the end of the game, I'm like, what the hell is the strategy? We're just throwing up shots. We have nobody to close. Royce for three. All right, it worked. Uh, you know, DFS for three. All right, Doe, Doe hit a shot. It worked, but it obviously didn't work because they ended up losing the game. Uh, Cam Thomas out there looking like a prime Harden drawing fouls and shooting the ball. Harden who? Oh, we'll get there. But uh, let's take this time to show some love to Cam Thomas. The title of this podcast is Let Cam Cook. Stat Muse. Stat Muse writes, Cam Thomas as a starter all time. 32.6 points per game. Um, three Three-pointers made per game. He's, he's slashing 50, 42, 93. The most points per game ever by a starter. You can't ignore this man. You can't deny this man. He's a real difference maker. 36 points against the Cavs. 30 points against Dallas. This says 25, but we obviously know he added another 30-burger uh, last night against the Hornets. The kid is cooking. Let him cook, bro. When you see this, when you when you see him next to Shaq, second youngest, second youngest player to score 30 in his first three games to begin the season next to Shaq. This guy is literally rewriting the history books as a young dude. He did it last year with those 40-point games. That was something that was never done. The opening night game, he scores 36 off the bench. That had never been done. And he continues to rewrite history in the NBA. Can we show some love? To the boy Cam Thomas. Jock Vaughn, I'm really talking to you. Let him cook for real. Killer Cam, yeah, killer Cam, Cam, killer. Cam Thomas is a walking bucket, man. We all know that. We all know that. So um, just wanted to show some love. I feel like the NBA world is showing some love. I think he's fourth in scoring in the NBA right now. And I expect that to continue. I expect that to continue. Why not? Why not? Eric Slater. With some love for Lonnie Walker. He says, still don't know how the Nets got Walker for the minimum. He's looking like a steal through two games. 16.5 points per game. Three assists per game. 7 of 13 from deep. Shooting 54%. The Nets are banged up. So Walker will see more opportunities. But he has a versatile skill set that could stick in the rotation when Brooklyn gets healthy. So right now, early on in the season, man, Cam Thomas, he is what we thought he was. Let that man cook. He's a walking bucket. But a pleasant surprise has been Lonnie Walker the fourth. Alex, what do you say to all that? Yeah, I mean, I feel like every year when the Nets there, there's there's that one player that comes off the bench where it becomes a fan favorite. Like I remember back in uh nine to twenty, I know it wasn't for a very long time, but I always really liked David Nawaba uh off the bench. And then like last year we had Yuda Watanabe and he became a fan favorite. I think this year it's going to be Lonnie Walker. <laughs> they were hyping uh, was T.J. Johnson or uh... T.J. Walker. Oh no, uh, T.J. Warren. T.J. Warren. Yeah. T.J. Warren. Uh, uh, what now? What's the Johnson kid's name? Oh, Tyler name? Johnson. Tyler, Tyler Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. Some people were oh, Ty- let Tyler Johnson shoot. That was Sean Marks' guy. Yeah, we're Sean always Marks, we're he, always like looking for, for yeah. we're always looking for somebody off the Patty Mills. We're always looking for somebody off the bench to be like that's the guy. He's the one. He can do it. Uh, but Lonnie Walker is actually him. Lonnie Walker. I wonder what him. I'm. I'm really interested to see 
I, I don't know when it will be. I hopefully Claxon, after, they, they already announced that he's going to miss the next game against Miami. Uh, but uh, hopefully he'll be back after that, if not probably the beginning of next week. And so, same with Cam Johnson. I think when everyone's healthy, hopefully Dinwiddie's uh, injury, we, we don't know the status of that yet, but hopefully it's, he's not out for too long. But I think when everyone's back, you can't take Cam out the lineup. Uh, I think the lineup should – it's a strange one because Simmons plays better with DFS and like when Claxton's playing with him. Defensively, we're great, but offensively, it's a bit too – there's not enough spacing. And, it's, and you saw that in game one, I think. Simmons only had four points, and then now the past two games, he's he's had he's been on a triple double watch without Claxton. But I think a starting five of something like Cam Thomas bringing up the ball with Mikhail, Cam Johnson, Simmons, uh, at, like him and Cam, him and Cam Thomas can both bring up the ball, and then you have Claxton at the five. I think that would be my best five, uh, even when everyone comes back healthy. So speaking of all that with Ben Simmons and whatnot, let's go to last night's win over. The Charlotte Hornets. You can't lose to the Charlotte Hornets, man. The Brooklyn Nets beat the Charlotte Hornets 133-121. And uh, Ben Simmons had 11 points, 10 rebounds, and 8 assists. He's got to get the assist to 10. That's where he's lacking. He's good for uh, 10 points. He's good for 10 rebounds. He's got to get a couple more assists. And maybe he will um, with Spencer Dinwiddie's injury. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie only played 13 minutes last night. But Dorian Finney-Smith, 31 minutes. Mikael Bridges, 38 minutes. Ben Simmons, 35. Cam Thomas, 38. Royce O'Neal off the bench, 32. So, again, Coach JV, these guys are going to play over 30 minutes. I don't know what you're on, bro. A couple injuries, you pretty much have to play these guys. Uh, Dennis Smith Jr. has been all right. Um, I think his best game was that first game. He had some hype moments. I thought he was going to show out going back to North Carolina, back to Charlotte last night. He was uh, a plus seven, but only three points. I'll give him his uh, two assists, his four rebounds in 14 minutes. Um, What else? Lonnie Walker, solid. Lonnie Walker off the bench, 19 points, um, hitting a couple threes. But again, 33 points from Cam Thomas. Mikael Bridges being somewhat of the Robin to his Batman, that's perfectly fine because that's what Bridges is. I mean, we wanted him to be a one. He wears number one, but like he kind of needs to be a second option and then he can really get going. So 24 points out of him. Dorian Finney-Smith with 19 points, hitting four threes. Hey, a lot of folks were wondering where the three-point production was going to come uh, without Seth Curry, without Patty Mills. Well, hey. Joe Harris. Without Joe Harris. That's another good call. Joey Buckets, I have no idea. I haven't even seen him in his new uniform. But uh, they're figuring it out. They're figuring out where to get those shots from. Let's look at the team stats real quick. So... You've got a better field goal percentage. They knocked down more threes. They shot better from three. They knocked down um, more free throws, but not a better percentage. They out-rebounded them again. That's that's going to be a theme of the team, defense and rebounding. Good enough for me. Uh, less assists, got to move the ball, but they were at the block party, eight blocks. 14 turnovers, clean it up a little bit. Points in the paint. Still not winning that battle. Uh, Still a lot of fouls, but the largest lead was 21. That game, to me, was never in doubt. I will say late, though, I'm like, if they find a way to lose this one, I'm out. I'm all the way out. What would you think watching the game last night? I was just glad to see them handle business against uh, Brandon Miller and LaMelo Ball. You're not supposed to go to Charlotte and lose to a team like that with the veterans that you have. 
Yeah, Brandon. Uh, shout out Brandon Miller though. He he had a really nice game. He was he he's was kind of the only player. Yeah, he's a good player. I I, I personally would have drafted Scoot Henderson second overall, but he's had a really rough time so far with the with the Blazers. Uh, so Brandon Miller, yeah, shout out to him. But um, uh, one stat that I saw on the box score that was really interesting was twenty eight fast break points, and that's something you just never saw with the Nets. Was that we were never this fast. And I, you have to give credit to JV there. Like, that's the one thing he's bringing an identity to is that we like to play fast. Ben Simmons, big part of that. Cam Thomas, Mikhail Bridges. So I think that identity where we like to play fast, and he said it after the game too, is like, Charlotte, we're tired. Charlotte, we're out of breath, you know. he. So if the Nets can keep that fitness level up for the rest of the season and keep it consistent, um, you know, that's that's definitely a type of formula that can try and I feel like our ceiling would be a six seed because I feel like the five teams that are above us would probably be Sixers, Bucks, Celtics, 70. Um, no, sorry, I already said that uh, the Cavs and probably the Heat. Um, you know, there's still like the Knicks, the Pacers. Um, so let's try and get that six seed, try and avoid the play in and playing fast. Uh, it's, it's really good. It's really it's a breath of fresh air, honestly. All right, cool. Let's hit these voicemails uh, before we get to three o'clock as we're starting to wrap this up. Um, I'll hit the chat before we actually do that because I see you guys all talking in the chat. Appreciate you guys pulling up. Make sure you subscribe, like, send the link, tell a friend to tell a friend. Ben and Cam Thomas should be the backcourt going forward. Right now, like, sure, short thing. Um, Bridges is the strong forward. He's a wing. Um, Cam Thomas is the center of our future, and I hope and pray the organization don't trade him because that's what they love to do. Hell no. You can't trade that guy. He's making history. You drafted him, right? Sean Marks and Marks we trust or we trusted. That good eye going to get that kid out of LSU. Hey, what up, Will? Let's go talking. That's what's up, Keith. Perk 30 says, yeah, I'm surprised LA didn't try to keep Lonnie. Me too. Um, I don't know. Maybe he says something about Braun. Let's see. Bring Clax off the bench. When he comes back, nah, when he comes back, you know Clax is going to get that respect. Uh, it's early, but it looks like we showed we can hang with the good teams and beat up on the lesser teams. We've played three teams. I don't know what the Cavs are going to be. I don't know what the Mavs are going to be. I don't know what the Hornets are going to be, but I think those are all middle-of-the-pack teams. The Hornets, not as much. Uh, obviously, the superstar power of Luka and Kyrie on the Mavs, you expect them to be you know, like a top five, six seed in the West. And then with the Cavs, you expect them to be a five, six seed too, maybe even higher, maybe three or four. Um, if the Knicks take a step back, we'll see what the Heat look like. All right, right before we go to voicemails, Joel, my dude Alex is a fountain of Nets knowledge. Dude should always be on the pod. I mean, he was. He was just in the background kicking us <laughs> information um, as a producer. He's a real Nets fan, uh, not pretending, not um, one of these stands. I'm glad we got the stands out of our fan base for real. Let's go to our first voicemail, which is – from Joel as well. Let's see here. Come on with this new Bluetooth speaker that I have. All right, are we on? Are we on the air? All right, now let's run voice mail number one from our guy Joel, aka Bird's Eye View. It's playing, but it's playing from something else. Let me see. Hmm. JBL. Sorry for the delay here, folks. New speaker. New speaker. 
Why am I hearing that in my headphones? That's crazy. Yeah, I hear it too. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. It's just not loud enough. Let me see if I disconnect the Bluetooth here and just play it straight from the phone. Tech difficulties. Working in tech, you're gonna have some difficulties. And that's it's playing from my phone, but it's super low. Womp womp womp. All right, come on, yo. You can hear the motorcycle outside my apartment. Nah, that's crazy. Why is it low like this? Boom, fucking up the show. I need to get it where I can just play it from um, the MacBook, honestly. But Google Voice doesn't really rock like that. There's no way I can like play it internally. Let's see. Let's see if I play a beat. Will will the beats play from here? What y'all trying here? Let's see what I was listening to. Drake. Something went wrong. Please try again. Um, let's see. While I'm at this, leave your questions in the chat. Alex, you can say whatever you want to say. And then Joel is just saying that you got that protection plan. <laughs> bro, so always just, something, bro. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, so yeah, actually, I I, I got the schedule up all right here. We got, I think we got the Heat next, uh, and we got the Bulls next. I think there was a, those are two winnable games. We actually we, we've beaten the Heat recently, so I, I think we should win these next two games. But then the next four, really really tough. Celtics, Bucks. Clippers, and then the Celtics again. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's going to be tough. I, I, I really hope in that four-game stretch where we play the Celtics twice and the Bucks and Clippers, I take one win, honestly. I just take one win. Um, and then Heat and Bulls. I, hopefully going into the Celtics game, we're 3-2. and two. Um, But, yeah, I, I, just, I just really hope that uh, Cam Johnson's uh, injuries into – Lengthy, same with Claxton. Uh, Claxton has to start. I know someone said he should, someone should bring him off the bench, but he he was arguably one of the best defensive players last year. Um, and Cam Johnson, such an important three point shooter, uh, really good for this team, a decent defender, and uh, just give more more minutes to Lonnie Walker. Oh, and we got a we got a ten dollar donation from S Raya. Uh, I drive all day and need more Nets content. Hit the like button. Been the fan since the J Kid days. Let's go Nets! Yeah, absolutely. Th- hit the like button. Uh, subscribe. Uh, yeah, I mean, keeps running the pod. So, you know, this is gonna be this is gonna be a fun season. I, I and also I uh, I don't I don't think we have the screenshot with us right now, but um, I got this uh, tweet uh, talking about Zach Levine. Uh, NBA Central, where he we have the Nets have a the second best odds of getting Zach Levine before the trade deadline, and I'm really interested to see that having a Cam Thomas and Zach Levine backcourt would be really interesting. He's he's a he's a bucket, so uh, yeah. I mean, if we if we can get him without giving up too much, like if we can just give up someone like Dinwiddie. Uh, Probably maybe one of DFS or Royce uh, and then a couple of draft picks. I'm fine with that. And uh, he's on a long-term deal, so why not? All right. Let me know if you guys can hear this from speakerphone. 
I'm going to put it right on the mic. No, it's not loud at all. Bruh. I might have to go get the other speaker that I had. Yeah, this sucks. All right. Well, hold them. All right, guys. Put your questions on the chat. Uh, see, Yeah. Peter Bishop saying we need Claxton back for Celtics games. Absolutely. We need someone to stop Porzingis because Porzingis can shoot from deep and he can get in the paint. Really good shot blocker. We can get Claxton back for one of those games. Uh, he's absolutely need. Daron Trump will get absolutely cooked. Uh, Joel, Clippers are the team to beat amongst the three tougher games. I, I, I disagree. I disagree. I think the Bucks and Celtics are tougher. I, and now Harden is going to be with uh, the Clippers. I think it's going to be they're they're, they're going to just try and mesh with them. See how Westbrook comes off the bench. Probably I, that's what I would do. Probably just because what their lineup what, what would their lineup be? Harden, Paul George, Kawhi. Zubach. Actually, maybe Westbrook could be the fifth guy, you know? So I don't know. I don't know about the being the toughest team. They're definitely the most uh, scary hours. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, they, they have to win it now. Like there's no excuses for them anymore. They not win uh, the damn yeah. thing. All right, let's, let's hit it. Come on. What the hell? Peter, Just thank you it. for the $10 donation, man. Thank you. Really. Oh, y'all showing big love. You know, we're working on it, man. We're working on it. And y'all know, I got a whole kid. I'm about to go to a uh, kid's Halloween parade in like 20 minutes. I'm on the radio tonight for five hours. I barely ever sleep. But uh, I'm keeping talking Nets alive because I really fuck with y'all. Like more so than like a lot of the Yankee fans. Um, I don't really talk to too many Dallas fans because they're delusional. The Nets fans are like the chillest people, honestly. Bro, I'm I'm so disappointed that this thing will not connect the right way. Uh, this never happens. You you guys have seen me hold up this Bluetooth speaker a hundred times. Let's see. Dren saying, you know what? I don't really want to give up DFS if we trade for Levine. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I hope we would keep him. But uh, I think Dinwiddie, he's on an expiring deal. I think it would be best if we trade him, try and get some piece, smaller pieces or even some draft picks for him. I don't know about Dinwiddie, but uh, uh, yeah, DFS, he's been a really nice piece. Really like him at small uh, small ball center. Uh, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. I think Simmons is the year, this year is going to be make or break because if he doesn't have a good year, he's only going to have one year left on his deal next year. And I would trade him if he doesn't if he doesn't uh, act up. And uh, and then I think we have to re-sign Claxton. We're going to have to re-sign Cam Thomas, build around those two, and Cam uh, and Mikael Bridges. So I think those three are going to be big for us. Mm. You know, what's up? It's Joel. Um, I know Keith loves the short voicemails, so here's one for you. Cam Thomas, guy's going to be a bona fide star. Book it. Facts. I know. I know. You know. I know. I know. Alex. Everybody knows. We've been watching Cam Thomas from um, he, him winning MVP in the summer league. Like the Nets are the only ones that you know. I feel like they're too close to the sun. You know. That's that's what I tell my wife sometimes. I'm like, you're too close to the sun. You can't even see I'm shining. You're too close to the sun. You don't even understand. <laughs> All right. Next voicemail. Shout out to Joel. Hey, talking Nets. It's Chris from Jersey. Great win last night. Um. The team it seemed to be gelling and trending upwards. 
Uh, however, uh, just it's the, the Cam Thomas thing. Three straight games over 30 points. I mean, the guy should be in the starting lineup. And I have to believe at this point, I mean, we've discussed it all last year, but I, I just don't see him in the future. I just don't. I, Jaguan refuses to play him. So why keep him around, you know? My suggestion is package him and then, you know, so we can get out of his Hell contract. Nah. And, you know, let's, let's shut let's, that let's, off. Let's shut that off. Hell no. Nah. Check me out, bro. Cam Thomas started the last two games, <laughs> and even 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 the game he was off the bench, he still got nearly thirty. You guys think he got yeah, twenty nine no, no, minutes? No, no. Like, um, I mean, and that voicemail was sent today at twelve forty four. Um, I, I mean, shout out to Chris, appreciate the support, calling the voicemail. But if you didn't watch the last two games, you you gotta hit YouTube, and watch the highlights. Like Cam is starting, Cam is playing, and they're not trading him. He's their best player right now. He's Fourth in the league scoring. He's he's good. And Jacques Vaughn is recognizing him. He's like, yeah, he's really growing, and his uh, teammates are trusting him, and he's finding his shots in our system. Sure. Yo, what's good, Fogan? What up, Keith? Yo, man, is Cam Thomas in that MP, MIP conversation? Is he in the MVP yeah. conversation? Say MIP, say MVP, that. I don't know. It's only three games, but it's impressive. You see the records he, he's taking on. But, you know what I mean? He's doing his thing. And I just want to say it could work with him and Mikhail. I see Cam Thomas as a 1A player, and Mikhail Bridges is a 1B player. Um, I like this combo. I like this duo. I've seen a clip on Twitter. They just Sean Benson is communicating with Cam Thomas. Both of them used to go to LSU. They know basketball together. I'm big confident in this team. I think by the end of 10, I got a 7-3, and three, maybe 6-4 and four for sure, but 7-3. and three. What, what up, though, Keith? Let's go talking next. What up, y'all? Yeah? Big fan, breezy. We're gonna get seven you on the and three. Pod, bro. That's that's a stretch. I don't know about that, but seven and three. That would mean that these guys We'd rip have off to go six, six and wins and only lose one with the schedule that we just showed y'all. Anything is possible, but that would be crazy with the injuries we have and the teams that we're about to play. Like, look at the screen. Like of these of these eight games, I'd say we'd go. If we go, if we go four, I'd be, four happy, I'd be happy. Yeah, four and four, maybe five and three. But I, I take four and four. All right, last voicemail, and um, yeah, like I said, uh, Mikael Bridges being a one B to Cam Thomas is one A. Great, and Ben Simmons, the LSU connection, whatever it is, cool. Uh, the Nets officially won the trade, by the way, because James Harden doesn't play for the Sixers anymore, and I know they got a haul of players back, but the whole trade was really one to one. I know that we got Seth and uh, they got Paul Millsap, but whatever Ben is giving us this year, I'll say the Nets won the trade. Harden is a cancer. But a shout to Christian Winfield. He said um, Harden has never lost a trade demand. He gets he wiggles out of every situation. It's it's crazy. What up, Keith Rahala, bro? What's going on? Listen, uh, I'm loving the vibe right now. I'm loving that we got Cam Thomas out here looking like our number one scoring option. And not only is he scoring, because Cam was always getting buckets, but it's the way he's getting buckets, you know, in the flow of the offense, uh, making the right passes. And he's actually putting a lot more effort on defense, doing his rotations. I'm loving what I see from Cam. Mikel Bridges, not too worried about Mikel Bridges. You know, he's he's coming into form. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he's having a little fatigue from the whole uh, – FIBA and uh, FIBA championships and all that Good stuff. Call. But I'm not too worried about Mikel Bridges. He's going he's gonna to find his way. What I am worried about, though, please touch up on this, is Nick Claxton. 
Nick Claxton, I love Nick Claxton. I, I think we need Nick Claxton. But it's obvious that Ben and Nick don't mix well. Ben is at his best when Doe's at the five and they're playing that small ball five. What are they going to do? Because Clack can't come off off the bench. Neither does Ben. They both got to play. So how would you go about it? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's, 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 it's a tough situation. I want to hear your thoughts, bro. Thanks. They just got to keep – right now, Nick isn't playing. So keep getting intel, keep collecting data, keep watching film on what you have, and then figure out how to implement him in. Nick Claxton has come off the bench before, but I honestly think just the respect for him, him being a guy the Nets drafted, this being his, what, fourth year on the team? Yeah, his first year was a 1920 season. Um, so, like, I just think he comes back and you push him in there for his defense, his tenacity. But you're 100% right. They got to figure out um, who to be on the court at the same time. Hey, shout out to Joel throwing money out here. Appreciate it. I saw uh, my guy Mig says, what's Jack wearing for Halloween? He already won his costume contest with, uh, like, Jack-O-Lantern um, costume. But now we got... Um, this like pumpkin uh, costume for him. That's the Jack Skellington <laughs> costume that he won in, and now we got this other uh, duck costume that I got to uh, go put on him. Now we got to run. All right, so appreciate everybody, man. Nets world, baby. This Nets world has been built. You know that. I said um at the bottom. What did we miss? Did we miss anything we didn't talk about? We mentioned Harden. We mentioned all three games. We mentioned the injuries. Uh, we mentioned Cam Thomas's prowess. And we looked ahead at the schedule to come. Uh, I mean, we'll do another episode after the next two games or so. I didn't want to do an episode after the first two games because there were losses. And you know how I am. I don't want to get on the pod and talk about two losses, let alone three losses. Like, being Nets fans, we deal with these eight-game, 10-game, 11-game losing streaks. Hopefully not this year. But that's it, man. Appreciate Alex pulling up and joining us, uh, taking his first step from producer to host. He's a Nets fan just like you guys are. Obviously, you could tell that. And, um, yeah, let's go Nets. Hopefully, they keep building and they got some challenges ahead this week. But it's going to be fun. It's good to have basketball back. Uh, once again, subscribe to the pod. Make sure you guys like this on the way out. Text one of your homies the link to Talking Nets. We got 211 episodes. We're getting to 300. And I'm sharing the love. Like, two seasons ago, I had a bunch of people on. Will was in the chat. I had Will and his mom on um big fan breezy is going to be on a pod hit me up if you're a nets fan and you just want to sit and talk nets like this you can be on the podcast it's not on no famous shit it's not on no uh you got to be a journalist or a radio host It's on you're a nets fan we talk about our team and we don't want to hear any goofy knicks fans or any other goofy haters talk about our team because they don't talk about our team right and that's it anything else alex let's go nets let's go nets Let's go Nets, Brooklyn.